welcome back to Be All Radio. I'm your host, Brian Rowan, and tonight we have a special episode with Kevin Ward and Scott Green, new assistant coach for the Army wrestling team. Welcome to the show, guys. What's up, Lero? Reedy, what's up, fellas? It's good to be back. Good to be here, guys. So I think we should start off the show um, with Kevin just introducing Scott. You know, he's been in the role for, shoot, a week now, maybe. So, Kevin, (laughs) let's have you... uh, yeah um yeah so um glad to be back on the show and uh it's good to see you guys again i've, I've missed you guys but i've enjoyed all the upper, other episodes that i've been able to watch most recently uh, brian harvey's episode which i thought was fired really proud of brian um i was nervous you know what uh you know how the the whole hour conversation was going to go but my god what a mature guy and he crushed it so anyways good job guys i've really enjoyed the shows but yes absolutely right it's an exciting time with the program We've got a lot of really good things going on. Nothing more exciting than the addition of our new associate head coach to the staff. Coach Scott Green comes to us from Wyoming Seminary, where he was the head coach at one of the best, if not the best, high school programs in the country for the past 11 years. Coached dozens of National Prep All-Americans, Fargo All-Americans, All-Americans at every tournament you can think of, and dozens of individual national champions. We're pumped to have him with us. Without further ado, Associate Head Coach Scott Green, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Kevin, for the uh, the introduction. I'll try to try to live up to that tonight. <laughs> you guys don't know how fired up for the show I am. I even put on the shirt that I used to warm up in back at West Point when I was like getting ready. For this. It still fits, kind of. So we're getting ready for a wrestling match of the radio show tonight. Right. <laughs> All right. Look out for B-Row's inside trip or his little fireman's carry or whatever else. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't want the dozen of listeners, dozen of listeners knowing it. what I got out there. Put the Listen, scouting I, report out there already, yeah. Yeah. I think it was the ankle pullover. The, he's a little funky there, Coach. Is that what we're calling it these days, the ankle pullover the head? <laughs> That's what I call it because I didn't do pass. any of that. It's just a leg pass. Yeah. Keep it simple. <laughs> if you hear me or Coach Green from the corner this year saying, ankle, pull it over your head, you'll everyone will know. Yeah, I got I to write down. this down. I got I to write this down if you guys just give me a second. Yeah, ankle, let's work this into the practice plan coming up. Okay. Or the always classic, take him down. That's always a good, good coaching move there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so speaking I, of philosophy, Coach Green, welcome. Yeah. Um, you. You've been been uh, at West Point for a few days. What are your initial impressions? Wow. Um, you know, pretty overwhelming. Uh, it's such an incredible institution. I spent time on campus before, uh, but just kind of being here full time, and uh, it's it's you got to be open. You got to walk around. You know, with your head up head on a swivel a little bit and try to learn something new about the program and about the institution every day. Um, and that could be as simple as, you know, figuring out where to park where you don't get a ticket. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's also going to be, uh, and I haven't got one yet, by the way, I'm, I'm undefeated oh, yeah. in that, that regard. Um, yeah, but also, you know, um, finding out about the guys on the team, getting to know them a little bit and, and, and really just embracing everything that, that Kevin's done with the program so far and figuring out ways that, that I can come in and add value to that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's back up, Kevin, if you want to maybe talk through, obviously, Ned Chuck lets you know at whatever point he lets lets you know that he's going to be leaving. And then you start, obviously, your search. Um, I guess briefly, you know, discuss um, kind of the the phases of that and why ultimately ended up with Scott. I mean, obviously, the resume speaks for itself, but maybe give us a little insight into your thought process. 
Yeah, I think, uh, oh, whenever it was, it was probably like uh, late June, early July that um, I think the, you know, we knew that uh, Bellarmine was interested um, in Ned and um, and it, he made it clear, you know, when we hired Ned, I guess it was three, four years ago, um, he made it clear, you know, his goal was to be a division one head coach. So fully supported him and, and looking at that job. And if there were any others that he had looked at along the way, fully supportive, um, he wanted to be a head coach. And Say, listen, there's, you know, there's more United States senators than there are Division One wrestling coaches. You know, there's like 80 jobs in the country. So when they open up, if that's your goal and that's your career goal, it's what you want to do, then you need to chase every single one of them. Um, so he went after the job, and, and I think they kind of went after him too. It was a really good fit for both. They made an incredible hire. He's going to knock it out of the park. Um, and, yeah, so I think that was like late June, early July. Maybe that kind of came to fruition, um, and I knew that we were going to have to make some moves on, on a coach. Now, I, I was on vacation for like two and a half weeks in July. So um, I was kind of, you know, kind of working the, the coaching search. And, and, and actually, while I was in California on vacation, Tyler Smith called me and told me he was leaving as well. So, um, you know, had kind of two coaching searches going simultaneously on vacation. And um, but, you know, I basically, um, you know, our, I think our administration really stepped up and supported us in, in some ways this year, um, and specifically with this hire, where we had a dynamite candidate pool, like some really solid applicants, and everybody was really good. But, you know, when I called Scott and I said, hey, we, we've got a couple openings. Are you interested? Um, and, uh, and, and we had a conversation, um, kind of got some of the nuts and bolts of the position out of the way. Hey, is this doable? Is it not? And um, when he decided it was, you know, something doable for him, to me, even though we had really quality candidates, um, it ended up, you know, being a pretty easy decision for me because you, you look at what Coach Green brings to the table and it's so unique. It's, um, it's unique from what anybody else um, kind of brings to staff and it's unique to anything that, that I or any other assistant coaches bring to the staff right now. So I was looking for somebody that can, um, has experience um, that, I, that I think has the capability to learn the things they don't yet know, you know, about uh, the academy and, and how things work here. It's recruiting, training, you name it. Um, and, you know, somebody with, with a little bit of an X factor, if you want to call it that, you know, that can bring things to us that we don't have yet. Because, you know, what I told the team is uh, when, when Ned announced he was leaving, I told the team, I said, hey, look, we're going to miss him, but I'm not interested at all in replacing him. Like, this is not going to be a replace Ned Shuck type of coaching searches is going to be how do we beat Lehigh and Cornell and who can we bring in that's going to help us do it. That's the only thing that matters. And so I, I was pretty certain I wanted to bring in somebody that brought something that we haven't had yet. You know, and you look at what Coach Green's done, obviously you don't have to evaluate whether he can coach or not. Results speak for themselves. Uh, but just kind of getting to know each other over the past couple of years, I've always liked the way he's ran his program, kind of his outlook on the sport. Um, and so, yeah, so it worked out. Even though we had a dynamite coaching pool, you know, it ended up being a, a pretty easy decision for me. Um, and um, I mean, you could ask him his perspective on the search, but it was, you know, hey, we want you to be the guy and he accepted the job pretty quickly um, when there was an offer there. And we haven't turned back since, you know, we've kind of been punching the gas ever since then and, and already making an impact and get better. So from my perspective, it's going really well. Well, B-Row, you can have the next question. But my, when I first heard this, I, I think I called you B-Row or I talked to Phil since and I was like, that is a Kevin Ward move. Like, <laughs> like. That, in every way, you know, so I, I mean, commend you on that, Kevin, for thinking outside the box, which which I think what makes you special as a coach, because you you always do that. I know it's a little cliche, but people rarely do it. And when they do do it, they rarely get it right. So um, kudos to you and awesome. So over to you, B-Row. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I'd like to get Scott's uh, perspective on just, you know, you know, why you, you know, wanted the position, um, you know, why you decided to leave Wyoming Seminary, like how hard of a decision was that, you know, were there other positions you were looking at? Um, you know, I, I've, over the years, um, I think it's at some 11 years. Um, and and I, when I, when I went there, I left from Binghamton university. Um, and I was an assistant with, with, with Pat Papalizio, who, who remains a, a really good friend of mine. And at that point in time, I think it was the perfect move for me to go to Wyoming seminary. Um, I, I enjoyed my time there as a head coach, uh, my family, my kids kind of grew up there, went to school there. Um, and it was, it was, it was a really good move for me. And I, I'm proud of what, what I accomplished while I was there. Uh, but there's always that itch, right? So like I'd had conversations with with several coaches in that that decade plus about getting back into college coaching. Um, and just up until now, it never really seemed like the right opportunity. Um, there were not not flaws with the job, but it, it just wasn't a good enough offer, or a good enough job, a good enough situation to leave uh, the situation that I was in at, at, at SEM. Um, this one was. Um, pretty clearly out of the gate. Um, I had talked to Kevin, a tremendous amount of respect for what he's done, done at West Point. Um, so when he called, I mean, I actually predicted it as soon as I saw Ned get the the job, I told my wife, I'm like, Kevin Ward's going to call me. Um, yeah. And then he, he he didn't call me for a couple of days. And I was like, oh, shoot, I got it wrong, right? Uh, he was on vacation. But so like, she was like mentally prepared. She was like, okay, we're going to have to make a decision soon, right? Um, and I'm like, yeah, he's going to call. Um, so, so, so we talked, um, and I think I was like headed out to Fargo or something like that and, uh, coaching Pennsylvania. And so I had that time to kind of settle on it a little bit and, and, and think about it, came back, came down, interviewed, um, you know, brought Jen with me. She stepped on campus for about 20, 20 seconds. And was like, yeah, you're coming here. Um, no, no doubt about it. It was her first time there. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, listen, like. The Wyoming Seminary team that's coming back right now, it might be the best team at the, that, that institution ever, right? Um, and I've had awesome. such strong relationships with, with kids that I've built there. Um, and, and so it was a tough, tough, tough decision. But, you know, it was, it was interesting making it. Um, and, and I'm glad that I did. And, and, and one of the kids at Wyoming Seminary actually really kind of crystallized it for me because when I told them, it was almost like instant. He said, coach, he's like, listen, he's like, you preach every single day. You have to use wrestling as an opportunity to open doors for yourself that might not be opened any other way, right? That you might not have access to this school, this job, you know, and, and you do because of wrestling. He's like, so for you to say that to us every day and then not act on it yourself, he says, that doesn't make sense. I, I, he's like, I have a little less respect for you if you didn't take this, if you think it's the right place to go. So a great that the kids actually listened to what I was saying for, for 10 or 11 years. Cause you never know. Um, but, but B yeah, I mean, he's right. Right. Like this was the one, this was the opportunity that I was kind of waiting for and, and everything was lined up perfectly in terms of it being, uh, a, an institution that, that values academics, that values leaderships, that values things besides wrestling ability and their student athletes. Um, uh, a leader like Kevin who, preaches a lot of the same things that, that I do to kids that I knew that I would line up with very quickly, um, philosophically. And I'm a New Yorker, right? So after, after 11 years in the Keystone State, coming home to, to, to New York is, uh, is pretty awesome. Um, my wife went to New Paltz, so she's got a lot of friends in the, in the Hudson Valley. And 
we're ready to make the move. So here we are and uh, couldn't be more excited about it. That's awesome. So what, uh, what was your relationship? Did you have, did you have any experience with West Point whatsoever before? I know you said your wife stepped on for the first time, but what about yourself? Any prior? Yeah. No, I've been Point? on campus before. Um, okay. And, and knew, you know, the, what everybody knows about West Point, you know, for the most right. part. And, and, and I have sent kids from Wyoming seminary to West Point. So I knew that angle of it too. And, and all the academies, um, as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, yeah, not, not, much beyond that surface kind of wikipedia you know right, definition yeah. of it and, and having visited a couple times but just you know from watching the, the student athletes over the years um and, and and watching the way that they carry themselves and, and i just saw so many parallels from from what i preach um everywhere i've been uh and and so as we peel back the layers a little bit more that's that's getting reinforced every single day listening to the kids talk, listening to the way that they address you, listening to the way that Kevin and Joe talk to the kids. It's a, uh, it's, it's a good fit. Kevin, have you, uh, have you given Scott like a handbook or handout of like all the army acronyms he's got to learn, you know, pretty quickly. That would be way too organized for me to put together <laughs> a booklet like that. It's uh it's trial by fire. Um, learn on the job. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, but look, um, you know, I, we communicate pretty well in our office because we all work right next to each other. Um, and uh, so, you know, no, it's just a lot of conversations. Um, we do not yet have the acronym dictionary put together. We used to as a recruiting packet, you know, there, there was a, that we list on there but uh but scott's not a high school recruit it's pretty smart so he picks up on this stuff um right yeah. away, so let's be truthful like i have sent i have sent kevin a couple like long emails like all right explain this to me you know um and i think he's probably still working on a couple of those 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 questions that i've had but i'm not afraid to ask questions either so i think uh yeah it's gonna go well yeah yeah we're gonna learn on the fly but we're gonna get it all done mm -hmm. nice so Kevin, or Scott rather, um, you, you walk on campus for the first time, you've been there for like a week. What's the, like the biggest thing that surprised you or was like kind of like a head scratching thing um, coming on the West? Other than the parking situation. No, 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 the parking's all good. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it's just like, like I, I alluded to this before, the way that the cadets carry themselves is, is you think you know, but you don't know until you get there and you see the consistency in their, 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 just their posture and their attitude every day. Right. Um, is, you know, I, I've coached at a lot of different places um, and I've, I've worked with a lot of different kids of, of all different, you know, like, like rural upstate New York high schools, Binghamton university, a, a kind of new fledgling division one school, Wyoming seminary, uh, uh, a well-to-do kind of prep school and and they all have great qualities but like the the consistency of that 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 attitude that the kids bring into the room every day and just the back straight head up look you in the eye shake your hand um it, it's, it's awesome uh so you know I, I i was expecting it but i still a little bit like wow this is it's it's not it's it's not a, a gimmick it's it's who they are um and who they are are becoming um, and, and, and who we have a part in shaping uh, is, is, is pretty tremendous. And, and so where I had a, a, an idea that that's what it was going to be like to see it in action every day is, is, is pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. So, yeah, let's, let's back up. Let's rewind a little bit. 
Scott, and, yeah. and you said you're from New York. Let's let's start at the beginning. So where are you from in New York? And then yeah. maybe in just a brief timeline of the yeah. major milestones on from your wrestling career and through oh. coaching. Well, the wrestling career is going to be a pretty short story, right? Well, not your pretty, yeah, not your yeah. Yeah, individual. Yeah. So I, I grew <laughs> up in Western New York. I grew up in Section Six. Um, okay. So I know a lot about the. Uh, the Buffalo Bills and uh, the proper way to to prepare and eat chicken wings. Um, so we can do a whole show on that sometime. Uh, but uh, I grew up there and I went to Binghamton University in the late 1980s, uh, graduated from there in 1993. Um, and I kind of hung around the, the Section 4 area, the Binghamton area of, of New York State, assistant coach at Uni Nendicott, um, Shenango Valley, uh, a bunch of different schools in, in that general area before I took a head coaching job at Oxford there. And that's probably early, early 2000s. Uh, and during that time, I had a, the good fortune to, to start and run a, a wrestling club that allowed me to, to work with and develop a lot of pretty high caliber athletes. Um, so 2000, mid 2005, 2006, Pat Papalizio, who I knew pretty well, gets the job um, at my alma mater at Binghamton University. Um, so that one of the first kind of, um, you know, calls that he makes is, Hey, can you help out a little bit? You know? Um, and I was coaching at Oxford at the time that was my Oxford was my first head coaching gig. And I was like, Oh, you know, do I really want to go back and be an assistant? I got a pretty good thing going here. Um, we had just graduated a, a kid named JP O'Connor, who was a, a four-time New York state champion, wound up winning NCAAs for Harvard. So we had some momentum going at, at Oxford and we're feeling pretty good about the direction that we were going, but man, like coaching division one at your alma mater at a program that had just been reinstated. It had been canceled um, before that was, was too much to pass up. So, so I kind of took that job on, um, was part of a, a resurgent program there that went from being X'd, being canceled, having no team, to I think our fourth year there, we were we finished 14th at NCAAs, right? Um, okay, had some All-Americans uh, getting on the podium, um, and, and, and it was a great experience there. Uh, working with Pat, who's a very driven guy, um, and, and, you know, that was it, it kind of wound up being really cool because Pat went on to NC State, our assistant coach there, Dennis Papadatos, went on to be the head coach at Hofstra, um, and then I left fairly soon after that or to be the head coach at, at Wyoming Seminary. Um, and that was just a, a great situation for me there, too, because I was able to parlay my, my, my coaching ability into a huge benefit for my family. Um, they were able to go down there, attend a great school, Wyoming Seminary. Um, and, and, you know, I, I taught there, I coached there, uh, and, and it was perfect for where I was at that point in time. So, you know, for, for a decade or so, I was, was out of the, uh, the Empire State. Um, it's only about an hour from the border, so it's kind of like, you know, like New York South a little bit, but uh, <laughs> Wilkes-Barre, Scranton area. But um, I, we always joke, like, we moved from Binghamton to, to, to Wilkes-Barre. It's like same city, same river, just a different state, right? Um, and then, you know, um, after coaching there for a long time, building it into a uh, uh, a program with some success, won prep nationals a couple times. Um, this was the next step. So that's kind of the snapshot of the, uh, the, the coaching career. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah no problem. So back to Kevin, um, you were recording this on Monday, August 23rd. You dropped the announcement for the team captains today. Um, so 
the listeners didn't see the post, um, can you, you know, go into that a little bit? Yeah, and we're recording this at 7.24 p.m., and I just want to say how nice it is to have an associate head coach on here that can pick up the slack when I got to go because I got two kids that broke out of their room upstairs, so I apologize <laughs> for the noise if you guys heard that. Jailbreak. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's, I don't know how, but there's nothing that can keep them in the room. Um, but, uh, yeah, look at Scott taking over like a pro, and here I am getting in the way again. Um, team captains, B-Roll, what a great question. So um, this is something that, Brian, you and I have probably talked about this, you know, together, maybe more than I've talked with, you know, almost anybody about it. But I struggle with the team captain concept, especially as it, you know, is, is kind of structured here at West Point. Um, and uh, so I'm always like slow to announce the team captains just because I don't think it's crucial. You announce them like right after the season and you have them in the spring and over the summer. I, want, I really wanted to see who would really – kind of emerge and present themselves this year. We have a really strong group to include an amazing sophomore class, some really strong juniors. Um, and then, but this senior class, we selected three captains from this senior class to help, uh, to help lead the team, not do it by themselves, but to really set an example. PJ Ogunsanya, JT Brown, Ben Sullivan. And let me tell you why, without going into the details, like, into the weeds of about each three of them. To me, it came down to how do they approach the sport and how does their approach manifest itself every single day? Practice room, weight room, team meetings, whatever. Like how does their approach to the sport show up? You know, like their attitude is exactly what we want. Um, and they're all very different, but really kind of what stood out to me is, you know, JT has always been a guy that he, he's not the most talkative, but he's not afraid to speak up. Um, you know, so he's kind of emerging as, as more of a vocal leader. And obviously he's been successful qualifying for the tournament a couple of times. And he's done that through really hard work and just making progress, you know, bit by bit. PJ Ogunsanya, you know, he goes from, you know, a backup 141 pounder as a sophomore to, um, or maybe that was his freshman year and then narrowly missed qualifying as a sophomore qualifies last year as a junior and faces some adversity, but like, his attitude daily is exactly what you want. He brings an energy and an enthusiasm for training that you want. Ben Sullivan, he's just been a rock in our program for four years in a row now, five if you count the prep school. What really stood out to me about Ben was how the way he responded to us selecting Bobby Hill to go to the EIWA tournament last year. You know, Ben was no excuses, um, no deflecting blame, 100%. I didn't do enough. I had my opportunities. I didn't make the most out of it. So that type of ownership really stood out to me. And I'm saying, hey, these three guys, you know, they've earned my respect and my trust because of the way that they approach the sport. And it's not always about like being the most visible or the most vocal to be the leader. To me, it's about set the example. And those three guys and their mentality and the way they approach, great examples for all of us to follow. Well, I'm oh. fucked up. This is a... Uh... I, mean, it's, I feel like fall's already in the air, even though it's 90 degrees outside. Um, we're getting after it. Have you guys started the preseason? Um, yeah, yeah. So we started our uh, first week of class. Last week was first week, so we had our all of our freshmen kind of get oriented to our strength coach. We have a new strength coach, Peter Ken, who's crushing it. Um, and so all the, the freshmen worked out with him. We had a couple sessions of, like, open room last week where everybody could come in and just kind of roll around on their own, not super structured. Um, and then uh, this week, we kind of start preseason in earnest, where the entire team lifted today with a strength coach. The entire team will go over some technique instruction tomorrow in the wrestling room. So 
And we're looking at like, I think it's like 47, 48 guys on the roster right now. So we'll have a full room tomorrow about three 30. Um, and we'll get, you know, from this point on, we'll get a really good gauge of what type of team we have and what type of progress we think they can make. But um, as always, preseason looks different depending on the team you have. And um, in our preseason this year, it'll look different than it has over the past couple of years. But, you know, coach and I were talking about it today in the office. We're, we're excited to get them on the mat and kind of learn a little bit more about who's who inside the wrestling room. It'll be happening pretty soon. I'll tell you what about preseason two is, uh, you know, um, as, as the new guy kind of coming in observation wise is we're, we're three, four steps ahead of every other program I've been a part of because a lot of that preseason work at, at Wyoming seminary at Binghamton at everywhere else was, was trying to get the kids to understand fellowship, you know, um, and, and everyone to kind of being in it together. Um, and, and, and how, you know, we can't get to where we want to be, uh, without everybody working together and, and, and West Point that's, that's baked into the, uh, to, to the recipe already. Right. Like that's, that's not something that we have to spend any time really talking about. We can just get down to, to work right away. Um, but that's, that's a, something that, you know, not then, not that it's, we're going to take it for granted, but it's, it's, it's absolutely something that you don't have to take time doing um, like you do at other programs. Um, you can hit the ground running because that's already something that all these kids value just by the choice of where they, they decided to, to, to come to school. So that's been exciting for me. I probably would have had like six or 17 bonding activities planned <laughs> and, and trying to get kids to, to know each other's names and, and, and all that stuff at any other program I was at in August and September. And here, it's like they're all brothers already. Um, and and that's, that's exciting as the new guy coming in to see not only that you don't have to spend a lot of time doing that because they've already done that uh, over the summer and, 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 and throughout their, their, their time here at, at the Academy, but uh, to, to be able to, to just be able to get right into it right away um, and, and have the kids have that sense of cooperation and, and, and fellowship is, is super impressive and, and it's going to be a huge advantage for us. Awesome. So Scott, you know, you talked about your time at Oxford, you built up that program, you obviously you went to Binghamton, helped uh, Pat, and then we know what you did with Wyoming. Yeah. What is it? What, what, what is, what makes you different? Why were you able to have that success everywhere you went? And, and how are you going to translate that to, to your role with Kevin and, and the team there at West Point? Yeah, I no think pressure. you got, no, I'm, I like pressure, right? Um, I think, uh, you know, you, you got to be, you, you, you got to be a good communicator, right? Um, and I think I've been able to be that over, over the years. Um, I think I've been able to be, my wife says that I'm a perpetual teenager, right? Mm -hmm. um, that, that is, that is kind of um, the, the, the way that I communicate is, is, is good and, and, and impactful for, for kids. Uh, and then, you know, at this point in time too, I think a lot of it is, has been like, like the experience, right? Like kids look at you and they're like, Hey, this guy is, has been doing it for a while and he's been successful everywhere that he's gone. So I think that will translate over well, um, to, to, to here. Right. Um, but you know, um, I think the key to it is that I, I love wrestling. Right. Um, and if you're not focused on trying to, to, to have some type of joy in what you're doing, you're not going to be successful and that's hard and that's hard because there are times when kids don't love it right um and there are going to be times when 
when it's a challenge for them and, and continuing to, to, to preach to them as I always have is that, and, and like, you have to be grateful for what you have and you have to get some, some type of joy out of it. Um, if you don't want to come in for that 6am lift, if you don't want to do that extra workout, that's not sustainable, right? Um, if you're doing it for someone else, if you're doing it because you feel like you have to, um, that's that's not sustainable you got to figure out how to how to to love it um and to be an ambassador for it and to embrace it and have it be just like kind of dyed in the wool of, of of who you are um and kids will respond to that right like like i'm not that guy who's always like oh you know kids these days and and, and stuff like that you set the expectations kids will meet them um, you know, kids will do what you expect them to do, uh, especially, especially cadets I'm learning every day. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, um, I think that's always been one of my strengths is been able to communicate that message, communicate to student athletes, um, and, to to really build and, 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 and tell the story of the program. Right. Um, and, and that's what I hope to bring here. Right. Um, I think that I'm going to be valuable in, 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 in all those ways, um, at, at West Point as I, as I've been fortunate enough to, to be successful um, in the past. That's great. I mean, I can see why Kevin, you know, would want that quality, you know, he's done a, a fantastic job, obviously building the, the culture to where, you know, I, I, from, from an outsider's perspective, even when I was closer, when I was there as a tack, um, the, the culture, I think is, is definitely more of one where they enjoy being in the room, enjoy being in where, you know, a lot of places and maybe in the past, you know, I've personally, it became, for me, it became a tra transaction, right? Sure. Like something I had to do, but, um, but there are, there are times, even though they're cadets, they're definitely not robots, right? They're good. They have, Kevin will tell you, they're going to have their ups and downs and the, the, the great periods coming up this winter, you know, it'll, it'll be nice to have, um, you know, someone besides Kevin delivering that, that message and, and the rest of the staff, obviously, but there to sure. support them. That, so yeah you get to wake up every day and walk outside and realize that you're at a place that's going to transform you you know yeah. um that, that's gonna when you leave it it's gonna it's gonna stay with you um and and and, and i know that at, at other places that i've coached that, that kids have felt that way um and that's right. i hope some of that's due to my effort certainly due to the effort of, of all the other people on the staff at that time but i think everyone was bringing that same message is that it's going to change your life um being at west point is going to change your life being a part of west point wrestling is going to change your life uh and there's going to be doldrums right there's going to be times when you're like what am i doing you know mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh knowing that that is the end result knowing that you know hearing it from from other people that you know connecting kids with with alums connecting kids with with supporters of the program that that are going to tell them the same thing that we are all telling them that's going to get them through and it's going to make them 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 have that 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 gratitude for 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 being a part of this experience it's so important yeah, I could just tell from your Facebook posts, you know, the first couple of days being there, just seeing all the pictures and videos, just how, uh, you know, how inspired you were. And I can yeah. see how that resonates and looking at everybody's comments. I'm like, man, this is going to be, this is going to be a really good thing. You know, it's kind of funny because uh, I, I went from Wyoming Seminary is the Blue Knights, right? Um, and now I'm, I'm, I'm a Black Knight, right? So uh, we, we always had a saying at Wyoming Seminary and it was, uh, you know, 
it's 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 a great day to be a a blue knight so I'm, I'm stealing that i'm bringing it with me and some of the some kids have already seen me post that and they're like whoa 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 whoa, wait a minute <laughs> you've know, been telling us all of these time that it's a great day to be a blue knight and and you know the the, the joke at practice back then was like hey which days are great days to be a, a, a blue knight and the answer was every day that ends in day right um so i think you have to feel that right like you have to wake up and be like yeah, you know, this is going to be a tough day today, but man, you know, I get to, I get to put on that practice uniform and, and, and go do it. Uh, and, and realizing that other people don't have that opportunity, realizing that other people aren't in situations that they love. Um, it's every day is a great day to, to, to be a black knight. We're, we're going to roll with that all year. This makes me want to come up to West Point this weekend now. Let's go. All right. Do <laughs> <Not> you golf? <laughs> uh, I do not. No, no. Um, I, I decided that I wanted to stay married, so I do not golf. <laughs> the best time to start. Don't let Hannah watch this. I, hey, no, no, no. We, we've, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm not getting Coach Ward in trouble. Um, but uh, The trust yeah. tree, Scott. We're in the trust tree right now. <laughs> the nest, are we not? <laughs> Listen, I said that was part of the evaluation. I asked Scott, I said, do you golf? He said, no. I said, perfect. I can't have everybody leaving me. <laughs> Somebody you got to bear that cross, you know? Kevin. Yeah. You got to bear that cross. Somebody has to know. stick around and actually do some real work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, listen, sometimes I need a break. I just need to go get some fresh air and walk around for about an hour yeah. and a half, two hours yeah. or so, get some yeah. exercise, um, yeah. think about wrestling for a while. And, and mine's, <laughs> mine's hiking. So, man, what a great place to be for that, too. You know, there you go. Up the trails. Um, so, yeah, we'll yeah. complement each other well because nice. I hike golf course, he hikes the trails. That's yeah. it. <laughs> so Scott, uh, Pat Papalizio was uh, his first gig out of Oklahoma State was at West Point. I believe it was his first gig. Yep. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as a volunteer, I think Hart, the Army then did take it hard first. I'm not sure which way it went. Yeah, but yeah. Either way, yeah. So I, I just remember him, just he was still in wrestling mode. So he would just beat us up every day. Yeah. Um, and just seeing him now is just, is just, I can't even fathom. I still don't know how that transition happened, but, um, how much did, uh, how much did you, did you call Pat at all and talk to him Absolutely. about his experience here? Yeah. How, yeah, for sure. Um, I talked to Pat this morning. I talked to him two, three times a week. Um, he's one of my closest friends. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I actually coached Pat when he was in high school. A lot of people don't know that. Um, on Team New York uh, in, in, in Fargo. Uh, and he was in a club called Atwa in, uh, in, in Section 2 of New York. And my parents helped uh, Joe DeMeo run that. And I, so I remember Pat when he was kind of a, a, a high school uh, kid trying to sneak mm-hmm. in the back door of that, uh, the club, um, without going <laughs> through the membership process. But, uh, yeah, um, God, uh just just yeah he, he was invaluable resource for me with all these decisions and like 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 Kevin said about Ned leaving um when I when I talked to him about leaving Binghamton to go to Wyoming Seminary he was like of course you're gonna do it like duh you know um and and even though we had a ton of momentum and we're working really really well together um he was like you 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 have to do this you know but Pat is close to with my wife um you know um and and uh she always thinks of him as like a little brother uh and and i'm not surprised you know if i if you told me high school pat was going to be one of the best coaches in the in the country that i would have been hmm, maybe not. <laughs> but uh probably even college pat too but like just seeing his passion for the sport and his uh his 
just assuredness that that what he was doing was the right way to do things um and that it was gonna pay off uh early in those first couple of years in Binghamton um I was like yeah we're, he's he's going places for sure and you know um that's that's a lot of what I see in in, in my current head coach too uh which which made this this transition pretty easily pretty easy for me yep yeah, I see the Wolfpack coming on our schedule here shortly. I don't know how it happened hadn't happened already there, Kevin. Not that I want them this year. I mean, that schedule stacked, but yeah, that's what we <laughs> add another top five team to the. <laughs> uh, Why not? No, so Pat and I have talked about it. We've tried to work on a few things in the past. Um, we have wrestled them. We wrestled them in a dual meet maybe five six years ago, but it was at Journeyman, like a neutral oh, okay. location. Okay, which you know, for those that like, I don't. I don't believe in neutral venue dual meets unless it's like a, a special event. Like we went Fort and Bragg. Wrestled, <laughs> Fort Bragg would be sick. We went and wrestled on a boat in San Diego. That was cool. Um, but I like, I don't get any, there's really no value in going to a high school and wrestling some other, you know, team when there's also 14 other dual meets going on and there's no exposure. And, and um, so anyways, that's why, you know, we haven't repeated those things again. Um, but I, I, yeah. I, I like dual meets. I like tough dual meets on the road. So, um, yeah, I think that we should, you know, definitely talk about getting down to Raleigh at some point. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Scott, what do you think about the schedule? Whew. Yeah, uh, we're, we're ready, right? Um, I love it. Um, I, I'm, I'm with, like, like with, with Kevin on that in terms of just you're going to go to the NCAA tournament, right? Um, and you're going to be on the road for that. Um, you're going to travel and you're going to have to perform your best at that tournament. So what's better preparation for that than getting on the road? And what, what better institution, what, what better, uh, you know, group of people are, are, are more used to fighting battles on the road um, than, than, than West Point and the United States Army, right? So uh, mm -hmm. we should be ready for that, right? Um, that's nothing new here. So um yeah, the more that we can get out there and wrestle tough matches with travel, with with making weight, with with all that stuff, it's a model for, and it prepares you for the end of the year when we're going to get guys on the podium. They're going to be ready to to step off the scale, get ready, having traveled a couple of days, and wrestle a, a top ten kid in the country. Um, every kid on our team is going to get the opportunity to do that a couple of times this year. Uh, and that will make them ready uh, for for the, the end of the year in Detroit. That was the biggest thing. I saw. When I was looking at the, the schedule, you know, for the first time, I thought this is this is what they need to replicate around a 16 in NCAA's yeah. quarterfinals mm -hmm. or, the, you mm -hmm. know, the round of 12. Like in the past, we haven't had that on a consistent basis where, you know, it's never been two or three matches in a row where you're wrestling right. top 25 guys. It's been right. – one a year around the yeah. schedule through the year, but never yeah. consistently back to back to back. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So good job. You're going to say something, Kevin. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say that's the thought process that went into it. You know, it's like, you know, last year was a tough one where we sat at home a lot and didn't get a chance to travel and compete and uh, wrestled regional teams that didn't really prepare us for, you know, we go into the national tournament last year and we're wrestling, you know, big 12 or big 10 teams and Pac-12 teams that have been traveling all over the country and, and wrestling. And we didn't get the opportunity to do that. So I made up my mind early last January that if uh, the country opened back up, we were going to take full advantage of it. So, 
yeah, it's about being prepared, but it's also about making most of the opportunities that you got. You know, I mean, these guys have a limited, you know, it's four years. You have a limited time when you're able to do this. So let's live it up to the fullest. So these guys are going to be able to get the experience that they came to West Point to get, which is big time wrestling week in and week out and a chance to compete and beat some of the country's best wrestlers, you know, and prove that they belong there. So we're excited about it. Awesome. Kevin, I got one more question, you know, before yeah. I wrap things up, but no, the uh, the incoming plebes they get through. Beast, did we did we did everybody get through? Um, did you accept any walk ons You talked about 47, 48 guys on the team. Um, I know the fans, you know, at least the dozens of listeners, they're dying to hear, you know, kind of the the incoming class. And we'll go more in depth, you know, probably later in September about that. But just to yeah. give us a rundown, kind of uh, uh, of those things. Yeah. So, and stay tuned to the social channels too, over about the next week and a half, two weeks, we'll start releasing, you know, our freshman class and introducing them to the world. Um, so pay attention to our Instagram, our Twitter, um, those things, our Facebook, they'll be out, but yeah, everybody made it through. Um, and, uh, so we're, we're really excited. We've seen the guys in the room a few times. Um, and you know, it's too early to know exactly how hard working are they going to be like, you know, how tough are they? But I mean, it's, it's not, too early to say that they're pretty impressive group like they're obviously driven they obviously love wrestling you can tell their attitude you know like when they're in the room do they really like this or not um and it's obvious with them that they love wrestling which is going to be it's always super important it'll be really important for them um yeah so we'll introduce them i can just i mean it's a dynamite class we know that tons of potential and uh you know in, in about four or five years I, you know i'll tell you how that class turned out but, um, you know, it, it, it's up to them, you know, and, and it's up to us coaches to, to push them and equip them. And it's up to them to take ownership over the next four years of their career. And, and let's see where we can take this thing together. Um, as far as accepting walk-ons, B-Row, um, we're, we're going to give a few people an opportunity to walk on. Uh, but they're going to have to prove that they can make our team better. You know, it's not going to be a one-day tryout. It'll be more like a week, two, maybe even up to three-week tryout. So let's see, like, let's see who they really are. Do they really want this? I'll give you an example. So we let some guys come in the room today to work out on their own. Like, if you guys are interested in trying out, come in and work out. You know, I leave the room. I come back 45 minutes or an hour later or so. I'm walking through going to the office. Well, one of them's already left, you know? So I'm thinking, okay, well, that's not a great start. Um, you know, he's probably not going to make it. Um, another guy texts one of the coaches later on and says, Hey, can I show up to practice late tomorrow? I'm thinking about trying out for the rock climbing team. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, he needs to go climb rocks because that's not what we're looking for. I'm not going to take him as a walk on, you know? So, um, it's like, you know, it's a constant evaluation. So we'll take a few, or we're going to give a few a chance. And then it's a matter of, they have to make our team better to be able to get on the team. But I was telling Scott Green this earlier, like some of my favorite wrestlers were quote unquote walk-ons. And I love these guys like absolutely love them and, and still talk to them to this day like you know I just I appreciate them I appreciate their attitude I appreciate what they brought to the program even though it wasn't necessarily a bunch of wins on their record you know but they made our program better um so you know if we're flirting with 47 or so on the roster and we got an opportunity to pick up one or two walk-ons that can make our program better I'm excited about that now they're gonna have to prove you know like if they're gonna be the next Tyler McLeese they got to, they have to they have to prove it um, but I love those, you know, I love their attitude. I love that spirit. And I think we have a few that are pretty determined. So, you know, we'll probably, we'll know late September, early October, you know, who made it through the tryout process. Now, how many came, how many, uh, incoming, incoming plebes came from prep versus, and how many came direct? Do you know that breakdown about? 
Yeah, nine and six. So nine came out of prep, um, six came in direct. So 15, nice. you know, with a chance to maybe to add 16, 17, something like that. I can tell you this about those, those, those 15 kids too, having spent the last four years coaching against a lot of them in, uh, in high school. I'm glad they're on my side now. Right. Um, and I said that to a couple of them, right. Because I, and a couple of them are, are, are Wyoming seminary athletes too, um, which is good. So, um, you know, I said to them all the first time I talked to them, I'm like, look, all you guys from Malvern and, and Becca and, and Lake Highland prep and everywhere else, all's forgiven. We're all on the same team now, um, but, uh, you know, um, we've, I've, I've had my, my, my former Wyoming seminary athletes lose a lot of matches to, to kids that I'm coaching now. Um, so I'm excited that, that, that they're on the same side as me now. Great. Good stuff. Awesome. I, I think that's a good, good place to wrap up for tonight. Um, you know, we'll have Scott on and go into a full blown episode, you know, at some point in the future. Sure. Yeah. Happy um, to do it. Um, but appreciate you guys hopping on, you know, uh, I know the fans were dying for an update. Um, so B row, it's always good to be with you. Let me tell those, um, was about six, eight fans still listening at this point. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to do something about that. We're going to blow this up. Right. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. um, pay attention. Like coach green is on it. Like our Instagram has probably got more regular content, um, you know, over the past week than we had over the past, you know, four months put together. And, um, and also pay, um, if you visit westpointwrestlingclub.org and get tuned in there, Army Wrestling Insiders just launched. It's a thing where there's exclusive content, interviews, a behind the scenes look into the program. Um, and, you know, if you're looking to save some cash and get that money back for the small charge that the Insiders is, you get a discount on all West Point Wrestling Club apparel through our Barbarian um, store there. So look for army wrestling insiders, check it out. Uh, we appreciate anyone supporting us there any way they can, but we're excited to grow that thing as well. There'll be more, more content material coming out on the insiders soon. Awesome. Brian, I'm an insider. Are you? Yes, I'm an insider. <laughs> yeah. Check him. Check him. He is the army wrestling insider. <laughs> the amount of money I donate to the club. I, I should, I, I'm definitely an insider. <laughs> hey, um, so yeah, I appreciate that. Um, and you'll be out here at our golf tournament in about what, like five weeks too, B-Row? Yeah, I'll be out there uh, for the um, reunion weekend. I'll, I'll give a little plug on that. So September 11th football game, Scott, I hope you're going to be around that weekend. I don't know I'll be there. Know. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. The uh, 2001, 2006, 2011, 2016 have their 20 or 5, 10, 15, 20 sure. year reunion, yep. uh, as well as, you know, it's September 11th. So big football you know, big day for, you know, the army and the military, um, mm -hmm. and it's, you know, home army, home, home uh, army home opener. So, um, I'm really excited. Um, Absolutely. You know, I've already, uh, already made contact with a lot of people who are coming in town for it. So I'm pretty excited for it. Kevin, maybe we can golf that weekend at some point. Um, if it's a weekend, I will be out there. I will make it a tee time. <laughs> B-Row will make it happen. <laughs> now we got to do is get Ty Reedy up here to play golf with us sometime and this thing will really be rolling, but yeah, man. I'll see you that weekend, September 11th. Looking forward to having all you guys here. Awesome. Kevin, Scott, thanks so much for coming on. Scott, welcome to the family. Thank you. Hope to Thank have you. you. Yep. No, I'm excited to be here and uh, looking forward to, uh, to helping. Awesome. Have a good night, guys. Go on. Right, Thank you. Beat Navy. Be home. Thanks for tuning in to the B-Hall Radio Show. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. If there's something you'd like to hear on a future show, 
Reach out to us on any of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Or you can reach us at email, bhaw.radio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And as always, go Army, be Navy.